0: Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, on this episode, we are going to talk about how your profits, the profit margin of your physical therapy practice or your healthcare business, how your profit affects Your business value, your asking price, and the types of offers that you could get or may expect to get when you decide to sell some or all of your practice. All that next on the Dave Kittle Show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dave Kittle Show. My name is Dave Kittle, and I'm the owner of Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy in New York City. And we are acquiring physical therapy practices in the New York and New Jersey area via our group, the Fieldmaker Group. And so today I want to go into a, I'm already sharing the screen, a screen share. Of a website that I'm totally unconnected to. I, I don't know who owns this website, how to plan and sell a business.com. The reason I'm screen sharing this is well, they get a little free publicity, but I want to share more resources and places on the internet to give practice owners an idea of how to value your practice. So we're going to use this chart here and we're going to get into it to show several different external examples. So it's not just how I'm my team, how we're valuing and pricing practices. And when you're getting to the point of either having a broker or advisor, or if you're going to be speaking with potential buyers yourself and leading the negotiations, either way, you may or may not have an idea of what healthcare practices and what physical therapy practices and businesses are valued. How are they valued? How do you figure out how much they're worth? So this. Example, I hope will be helpful to you. If you are listening right now on iTunes or Spotify, I suggest you jump over to YouTube, the Dave Kittle Show channel on YouTube, so you can see the screen share here. Again, we're on this and probably put this link in the show notes. We can do that so that you can check this resource out. This is separate from what we're doing. This is another resource on the internet where it's showing and talking about how your profits, your adjusted EBITDA, or the overall total profit of your practice, how that affects the multiple that you can expect, a multiple of that, and how to come out, figure out and come up with a practice value, a valuation. And you can also pay some other independent agencies or firms to do an independent business appraisal. But at the end of the day, you could do a little bit of your own work, kind of like back of the napkin type math, and it won't cost you anything. And the more topics and and resources that we put out like this, it'll probably give you more insight and a more of an idea of what your practice is worth, what it's actually worth. So let's just get into this section here. They're talking about SDE, seller's discretionary earnings, SDE, seller's discretionary earnings. Basically, it's used a little bit more in in selling real estate and valuing real estate and adjusted EBITDA or EBITDA earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization is just a fancy word that you've heard here on the show on other episodes, but basically is your annual profit and then adding back some of the non-recurring or the non-business, the non-vital business expenditures that you might have had on your business books. If someone buys your practice, there's going to be some things that you or other practice owners typically will have on their business books that might be personal expenses. So that buyer would say, okay, well, if we bought this physical therapy practice from you, there's going to be X, Y, and Z, all of these different expenditures that you may or practice owners may have on their business's books, even though they're personal items, or they're kind of like in between, like kind of on the fence. And obviously, you're trying to minimize your tax burden. So you and your accountant will typically have those items be legally classified as business write-offs so that you can minimize your tax bill. So we get that, we understand that. Anyway, this is talking about valuing a small business or valuing a small business under $3 million in value. And they're talking about SDE, seller's discretionary earnings. Again, you could just think of it as, as EBITDA or adjusted EBITDA. It's very similar, slight difference, but they're talking about seller's discretionary earnings is the common denominator to which a multiple is then applied. When valuing your business, the multiple can be a function of a lot of factors, which I've covered in other episodes in terms of some of the other things like your insurance contracts, your parking, your location, how long your staff has been there, how productive your staff is, how much do you get? How much do you have uh, private pay as your payer mix as opposed to just insurance contracts? How much do you have? That's a positive offering that would swing the value of your practice even more. It could be certain specialized equipment, maybe specialized physical therapists that have specialized certifications, maybe hand therapy, uh, whatever it might be, LSVT big for Parkinson's, whatever it might be. So the multiple can be a function of a lot of factors, including the industry, obviously. But one of the primary factors is the level of SDE itself, or adjusted EBITDA, the amount of SDE or the amount of adjusted EBITDA. Buyers like us, so we're looking to partner with physical therapy practice owners, since I am a physical therapy practice owner and we're looking to buy practices. Anyway, buyers are willing to pay a higher multiple for higher SDE. So the following is a representation or is representative of the range of multiples at various cash flow levels. So cash flow, the amount of unencumbered dollars that are coming into the practice that are not spoken for, meaning some of of your revenue goes to rent, half of your revenue is going to go to payroll and labor and marketing expenses and insurance and so many other things that you're paying for that all of your your expenses but the dollars that are unaccounted for would be then for your profit right so let's zoom in here on this chart and I'll make it as big as I can here on the screen again sde think of it as adjusted ebitda or whatever your annual profit is and adding back all the items that are not completely vital to your your physical therapy practice And what is that number? Is it $50,000? Is it $100,000? Is it $200,000? Is it $500,000? Whatever that dollar amount is. And in our experience so far, physical therapy practices that are doing around a million dollars in revenue will have somewhere in the ballpark of either $100,000, $200,000, or $500,000 of adjusted EBITDA or seller's discretionary earnings. So that would be... Aside from whatever you're paying yourself, if you're treating patients and you're performing the functions of treating patients, if you're not treating patients, then it would be whatever you're paying yourself on an annual basis. So kind of like your salary, you know, CEO salary, practice manager salary, whatever you're calling it, or just your the profit of your practice, as well as your owner draw, whatever you're taking out monthly or quarterly or annually, whatever that dollar amount is. So you kind of like calculate that all together. You could do that yourself a broker or advisor would help you we're not brokers or advisors but we you know we speak with a lot of them so those individuals or yourself can figure out what is the dollar amount here once you take away the all of your expenses that are vital for business and you you add back in the items that are your extra cars your personal cars that have nothing to do with your physical therapy practice that's on the business books or your holidays your travel your flights your Rental property or your other real estate, whatever, whatever might be other expenses that are not vital to the function of your physical therapy practice. So you add that back in, you come out with this annual dollar amount. And so if it's a hundred thousand dollars, then this chart is showing a 2.0 or in the range of two to 2.7. So basically you would take your hundred thousand dollars SDE or adjusted EBITDA and you would multiply it by two to get a business valuation of $200,000 or from two to 2.7. So anywhere from the business will be valued at two hundred dollars to $270,000. Now, the, again, the point of showing this chart is you can see quite easily that regardless of whether you're calling this seller's discretionary earnings or EBITDA or adjusted EBITDA, kind of in the same ballpark, we're kind of speaking the same language in a way to kind of figure out what is the free cash flow of the practice? so we will figure out our own calculation a buyer on the buyer side we will figure out our own calculation based off of your financials and you will figure out your own valuation or your broker advisor etc or your accountant you will figure out a dollar amount here and then depending on how large this dollar amount is will then there'll be the negotiation of what type of multiple we're applying to it now physical therapy practices are typically sold for anywhere in the range of you know 2x to a six or seven X, but the seven X are going to be practices that have seven locations or or five locations. Like they're larger in scale. And if you have one or two locations, then you might be closer to the, you know, the three or the four range of multiple. But anyway, the point is less about the multiple, but it's more about showing if you have an increase in seller's discretionary earnings, if you have an increase as large, as this number gets larger, then you can, understand that the multiple then would get larger and then it values the business valuation becomes larger. So if a physical therapy practice has $500,000 in adjusted EBITDA, maybe a practice owner watching or listening to this would say that three to four is too low. Of course, they're always going to want more. We understand that. But you can just see that if we're comparing a physical therapy practice that has adjusted EBITDA of hundred thousand dollars, let's just call that practice A, and then practice B in the same market, the same state, the same amount of employees, the same the same approximate location. If practice B has $500,000 in adjusted EBITDA, then of course we cannot value them the same. Obviously practice B, if they have $500,000 in EBITDA or $500,000 in adjusted EBITDA, they will get a higher multiple. So less important is the business valuation here, but basically it's to show higher Higher adjusted EBITDA will give you more negotiating power to negotiate a higher multiple, and therefore, adjusted EBITDA, or seller's discretionary earnings, multiplied by the multiple so times the multiple, gives you an approximate business valuation. So $100,000 adjusted EBITDA, so annual profit, other addbacks in, will be a smaller business valuation compared to the adjusted EBITDA physical therapy practice, practice B with $500,000 of adjusted EBITDA, which then will get a higher multiple. Maybe it's three, maybe it's four, maybe it's five, and their business valuation would be much larger in this rough case here. We're talking about the difference between valuing practice A at anywhere from $200,000 to $270,000 to valuing it at $1.5 million to $2 million. And when we talk about the business value, this would be a potential dollar amount offer like you know and then then it would go into the price and terms like maybe you get 70% of that down at the close maybe you get 80 90 or 100% of that dollar amount paid to at the time of close but basically the point of this episode the point of this to show this resource that we didn't create because this is like an external resource that other websites other brokers other folks are using and this type of methodology so the methodology is if you have a larger profit amount per year as well as adding back those ad that are not vital and relevant or not recurring. They don't drive revenue. So if they're not gonna drive revenue for the business buyers like us or another buyer, you take those off the books, you come up with a larger adjusted EBITDA number, then any buyer will have to negotiate with you to pick a larger multiple number in order to come up with a business value. Now, on the buyer side, the buyers will have to have models, financial models to kind of figure out what's the top end where it would really make sense if, you know, if they acquired or if we acquired this practice and we kind of tuck it under our parent company. There is a high end in terms of like a walk away number where it just wouldn't make sense. And obviously, buyers are going to try to go as low as possible and you're going to try to sell as high as possible, obviously. Right. But the idea is to look at something like this and understand the process of what is my, free cash flow, my annual net profit, and then the ad backs that would not be vital for buyers, buyers that are going to take over or partner with you. Maybe they're only going to buy in 70% and you keep 30%. But there will still be a business valuation to figure out a number for an offer and then an offer that you would then agree to potentially or, or walk away and maybe not agree to it. But this is how physical therapy practices are valued. Annual adjusted EBITDA, times a certain number, which may be lower than three, and it might be four, five, six, seven. And the larger multi-million dollar physical therapy practices might be eight, nine, ten times, but it depends on size and it depends on scale. And it depends really on the adjusted EBITDA. And that's how we figure out the business valuation. So that's why I don't think you need to pay a couple thousand dollars to an independent business appraisal person or firm which is why I do not think you need to pay $2,000, $5,000 or whatever, even $1,000 to some independent business appraisal person or firm to value your physical therapy practice because it's very straightforward. And at the end of the day, you can get different offers, different non-binding letter of intents or different non-binding term sheets from different buyers like us or other buyers. And you can kind of see some might be low-ball offers, some might be market rate, maybe they're all market rate, maybe they're all low ball offers, but you can kind of figure out on your own, what is your adjusted EBITDA? What is your true cash flow? You take away all of your expenses that are not vital in your business, $500,000 annually per year. Then you'll say, depending on that, you're looking for 1.5 million or 2 million or 3 million or whatever. And then we'll negotiate this number, the multiple. We'll negotiate that based off of market rates, comparables, how other physical therapy practices have sold in your area or your state, and then your side, the the seller, the owner side, as well as our side, the potential buyer side, we kind of go back and forth in terms of the practice valuation. So hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully that is insightful. If you find this valuable, send this episode to a colleague or friend, text it, email the link, send it to someone on social media that's a physical therapy practice owner, a healthcare business owner that is on the fence of selling. Maybe they're looking to sell in the next one or two years. Maybe they're looking to sell in the next three to five years. But if you find it valuable, chances are someone else might find it valuable. Maybe some you went to school with or some colleague from ABTA or PPS. Anyway, subscribe to the Dave Kittle Show. You find this valuable. We'll catch you next time here on the show. And that's it for more. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at concierge pain That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E pain or You can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.